This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, if you can hear us, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the San Francisco 49ers and how the Redskins almost blew it. But they didn't. Just like we're almost going to blow this podcast, but we're not. This is much more live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Dude, seriously. Excellent. <laughs> All right, I do not have YouTube up anymore, but can they hear you now is my question. I hope so. I'm, I'm, I'm working on getting that up right now. Right now. Yeah, I hope they can too, and I hope they can see us and hear us, and I hope they're pumped about that win even though we barely squeaked by. But before we get into all that again for the second time, due to the most technical difficulties we've had since episode 429, which was six episodes ago. Um, I would like to give a shout-out to our benevolent sponsor, Mr. Desmond Seeley. And you can reach him at DesmondSeeley2 on Twitter. During any Redskins game, he's on there. Willing to chat or tweet or whatever the proper nomenclature is. Because Desmond Seeley one was hacked. And if you want to tweet us, we are Harry Hog. H-A-R-R-Y Hog. Just like John's Skype account was hacked. Or Microsoft just decided they didn't want to let it work anymore tonight. Whichever. Yep. Well. What's that burning smell? <laughs> I'm serious. Now my house is going to burn down, and that's going to prevent us from doing the podcast. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious me! Is my house on fire? All right, um, I can attempt to reopen uh, YouTube and see if people are. I don't know. They are. They can hear us. They said it's loud and clear. Oh my goodness! I don't freaking <sighs> believe it. Um, so yeah, the Redskins are three and two dudes, uh, pull off a great quarter and a half, just like the game before where they were kicking butt and everything. And then, uh, I believe you said something about, uh, Jay Gruden S and the B. <laughs> Did you hear that? No, Did you fart. <laughs> No, I tried to go to the YouTube feed, and it started playing, and it was like five seconds behind us, and I didn't know if it was feeding back through the podcast. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, but anyway, I found It always that. does that. I have to pop out the chat so that I can see people, and then I can actually close the uh, video here. Okay. chat. So now I can see what people are chatting about. Okay. Mr. Greener D, welcome to the chat, and RPG Cadre. Somehow they both... Didn't have anything better to do except for wait for us for, to get our crap together. Which is awesome. Thanks for for uh, being on here and listening to us. Yep. We've only got 28 more people to go on uh, on getting us, uh, I don't know, our some feed chump change. Address, our feed address. Our feed address. 
Yeah, and uh, that's Daryl Green, more people to go. That's right. And um, I'd also like, because since it got messed up the first time around, I would like to give a shout-out to our friend Zach Weiss, who sent us this uh, this cool logo right here. It's about to pop up on the screen for us to use. Yes, and I, I think I've inserted, inserted it into our uh, normal podcast channels that come up via right. YouTube. I haven't checked to see if it pops up there. But anyway, that's he updated that and sent it to us last week. That's what it looks like. I think it's pretty cool. Um, you guys can let us know what you think. And we've had get, the same logo for like 10 years. Yeah, and if you guys need any um, graphics work, I'm sure Zach could help you out for a small fee. I don't know where to contact him, but if you contact us, we can get you in contact with Zach. So thank you, Zach Weiss, Redskins fan. What's that noise? Is that the public access? That's my alarm. Oh, I thought that was a public access channel. Yeah, that's on as well. Um, yep. John's public access channel, also known as his softbox. I need to get one of those. <laughs> I'm looking kind of dark tonight. Anyway. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Dude, say something about the game. Um, We were really good, and then we sucked. And then all, all of our uh, defense backs got hurt. And DJ Swearinger, if you ever heard, if you heard him after the game, I've never really heard him do an interview before. Other, I'm sure other people have. He, uh, it's really good he's in football because I don't know what else he'd be doing. Yeah, dude, he doesn't have a very good speaking voice. I heard him after the game, and I think Sonny or someone asked him what happened with that bonehead penalty that basically gave the uh, oh yeah 49ers their was- touchdown. That was some complete crap. That that bonehead penalty. Yeah, that was that was that was nuts. He said he lost his cool. It was on Pierre Garcon. He said basically he was sticking up for his dude when Pierre right. Garcon was celebrating after like hurting our guy and knocking off his helmet. Yeah, yeah. So I can respect that, I guess. However, he needs to do that. Like I don't know where it's not going to get us a penalty and give the other well, team seven points after a third down. Stop again. Yeah, but that only happened like once or twice in this game. And uh, the biggest thing was at the end <laughs> when uh, they came back and they had like two college wide open plays where their guy was so wide open and it looked like it looked like a college play. At the very end of the game? At the very end of the game. Yeah, we got that because lucky all our guys pick were penalty hurt. that otherwise we would have lost. That pick penalty. Yeah. I don't know if that was a pick on Garcon. But I was glad they called it, and quite frankly, I don't care if 49ers fans are yelling about that because of the Vernon Davis non-fumble fumble, even after a oh review. Oh, my God, yeah. What? I mean, you you and I saw it, and we saw the hand on the ground, or the arm on the ground, and the ball in his hand. And so did the announcers, like Moose. Dude. And he's a cowboy, and he even said that he was down. I know, man. I know it. I know. I know. Seriously. Oh, yeah, okay. So, and then there was that other bogus call. Some Someone was saying something about Nicholson in the chat. Didn't he yeah. get called for a BS uh, hit on a defenseless player? Like, what was that? And the other call on that same play, pass interference, was bogus too. Two bad calls on one play. Remember that early in the game? And then Breland got his knee hurt, and then, then John Adams went in to play defensive back because they didn't have any more 
freaking dudes. It's, it just sucked. And yet we still won over a, a really good 0-5 team. A really, really good 0-5 team. These guys have been good in every game they played in, but they're 0-5. They might be more cursed than we are, though, because that pick play at the end, I don't know about that. I really don't. What, C.J. Beathard throwing that, that, that football up? What was up with C.J. Beathard coming in? All right, so they're completely shut down, and then... CJ don't call me Bobby Beathard comes in off the bench, never playing before, and it was like he was freaking Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or something. That's what happens, man. I was sitting there watching that, and I was like, this is like the 1982 NFC Championship game against the Cowboys when they put in a, they put in that, uh, oh, geez, what is this is after name? Danny White was crying? Yeah, after Danny White got knocked out and they had to put in their backup. Was it Hoogaboom? Gary Hoogaboom? I don't remember who it was. I know the name as well. It, it was one of the, I'm looking it up right now because he's one of those guys where it was just one of those names. I think it was Gary Hogaboom. Maybe. Let's see. Gary Hogaboom. <laughs> Hogaboom is how you spell it. Hog E Boom. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't play for the Hogs. Uh, no, he didn't. I watched that game recently. I don't remember who they put in. I just watched it to see Danny White cry. Yeah, I mean, dear, I love that one when when uh, um, Dexter Manley Dexter Manley him. comes running in and he looks like a ghoul, like from Scooby Doo. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh, there was some other bogus calls in this game. What about that one on Brandon Scherf for uh, uh, what was it? That one on Brandon Scherf where the play was way behind him and he was just like, "What am I supposed to do? Turn around and not do my job?" Oh yeah, they called him like crap, man. For like a what was it? Like a late hit or a? It was Gary Hoogaboom. <laughs> man, was, I was right. What was it? A late hit or something? They called on Sheriff. They said it was, it was a late hit, and it was just like, dude, he was blocking downfield. He wasn't watching the play. That was a terrible call. Yeah, it was horrible. And then I, and then you know, it's those these dudes in New York that have like a little Microsoft Surface powered by Skype that are making these calls because <laughs> you saw the one in the Jets game, I'm sure. Right? Pretty much, yeah. Those yeah. dudes need to be fired. They don't know what they're doing any more than the refs on the sideline. Like, in the game. Yeah. That that, that call yeah, was yeah. horrible. The fumble, and then he caught it himself and went through the end zone and went out of bounds, and they called it a touchback? For the Jets? You know, you saw it. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, my goodness. You got to look it up. Oh, what is this? Alamo City Music is saying that Ezekiel can now play. I thought he they they made it so he can't play again. God, I yeah, I have no idea. Oh my goodness, that dude, that dude's not smart, and he's not smart with fashion either. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he plays against us they're gonna get completely destroyed and there's a slim possibility we might go to that game maybe maybe i said slim they reversed it again alamo city saying that now he's allowed to play yeah yeah i heard about that too who knows i mean tomorrow he won't be so whatever did, did you see about the um it, it's ridiculous that that the courts are actually able to intervene 
with the NFL. The NFL is like a private company. Yeah. And should be able to do with its employees what it wants to do. Like a court can come in and be like, sorry, Aaron, you can't have Bradley sweep the floor in the stock room this week. Oh, wh- yeah. What? Yeah. If I, if I want him to not work or not play, that's up to me as the NFL, I would think. Yeah, I would think so, too. I think, you know, as much as I hate Roger Goodell, it's, it's, you know, it's his call until they redo the, the collective bargaining agreement. It's yeah. just what it is. And but why, anyway, let's go back. The, the why is the government getting involved with sport anyway? Like, they don't have bigger fish to fry. Like, yeah. I don't know. All these nasty, natural disasters happening all over the entire country. But we got to figure out whether this running back for America's team <laughs> can play or not. Can play this weekend, man. This is what I think should happen to him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Cut! I think anyone that beats women should be. Cut! And that's all there is to it. Unless they get beat first. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway. Oh. I said that's a totally dirty thing. I wasn't talking about if they got beat first. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, if you guys didn't hear, uh, I mean, you've kind of alluded to this. There was tons of injuries in this game. I don't think we have Again. rabbit rads on here to give us the injury report, but I just saw like during all the technical glitches before the podcast that we signed a new kicker. Yeah. Dustin Hopkins tore a muscle in his hip and he would have makes sense. He would have gotten my kick in the ball too. Yeah. He was horrible. He almost missed, but maybe it was cause he was injured. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But he almost missed all of his kicks basically. Yeah. And he almost missed two extra points. He did miss one. He almost missed so, that chip shot field goal, remember? It like barely went in. So we we signed this guy, Nick Rose. What? Kissed by a rose on the face. He's he's Axel's brother. <laughs> he's Axel's younger brother. And if I looked him up online and he has like the craziest like headshot from when he was on the uh Texas uh Longhorns in 2014. His hair is all going sideways, like it just got out, like it was like in a windstorm. Like he just took it, like he just took his helmet off. No, like he was in a windstorm and it was like stuck straight out. And there was a video on him online kicking an 80-yard field goal. Yeah, off of a tee though. I mean, that's I don't really see how that's any different from every single kickoff in the NFL these days. Yeah, but. exactly. Really, but hey, you know. You yeah. know, we got him, and did you see we brought in 20 players today to try out since we're so banged up? Good God. Um, a couple They're of all them. all probably defensive. Dude, you should look at their names. Close. If you can pull up their names real quick, if I could find that. Some of their names were hilarious. Dude, if you find it, yeah, send it. Um, okay, talk amongst yourself while I'm looking for it real quick. Yeah. Yeah, we need a guy. Hopefully this this Nick by a rose on the face. Axel's brother will be uh I don't know, hopefully he'll be accurate. We'll we'll see this weekend. We got the Eagles on Monday night. So I guess we'll see right there. And if he sucks and we lose, then I guess we'll sign another scrub kicker. How are we going to find a good kicker in week 6 of the NFL? Or is it 7? Week 7. 
Dude, so what happened to Dustin Hopkins? He, he tore just... a muscle in his hip. Oh, that's probably why he sucked in the end of the game there. Yeah, dude. All right, listen to these dudes that we signed or that we tried out because you're going to have a field day with the, some of these guys. You ready? Right, My did, favorite? Did we really get that dude that you were talking about? My favorite name on the list? Willie Beavers. <laughs> dude, we can't make this up. We can't even make these names up. Willie Beavers. Willie Beavers. You ready for the next one? Fantastic. Andreas Knapp. Andreas or Knapp. Knapp or Andreas Knapp. Or Nappy. But here's another. This guy has Andreas. The, this guy has the potential to be a football player. Storm okay. Norton. Storm Norton? Doesn't he sound like he would be a running back or a receiver? He sounds like he'd be an X-Men. <laughs> Well, he's not. He's an offensive tackle. And his name. All right. If his, if he's an offensive tackle and his name is Storm, that's kind of badass. We also tried out Troy Main Pope, Awama Gabi, Adiga Hazua. Let me try that again. Awama Gabi, Adiga Hazua, Odiga Hazua, Awag, Awama Gabi, Odiga Hazua. That's the, my best attempt. He's a defensive end. Awagabee is. Um, J. Roan Elliott. Damian Swan. Nolan Carroll. Zach Voitek. That sounds very futuristic. Zach Voitek. And my favorite? Willie Beavers. Willie Beavers. Um, in addition to those guys, we also brought in some more dudes. This is a good name. Orion Stewart. Orion, like the constellation. Um, oh, okay. Joseph Yearby. Stanley Williams. Mikkel. Mikkelly Thompson. And then our good old favorite, Rashad Ross. And Kendall Thompson. They they tried out as well. Are we missing? Did we have a receiver get hurt? Um. I don't remember that. I don't remember a receiver being hurt, to tell you the truth. Um, I'm going to go... Should I just go ahead and go through the injury report since we yeah, started sure. with Dustin Hopkins? Um, uh, Jonathan uh, Allen is John, hurt for that, a few weeks. This is the big one. He's got a Liss Frank injury. Uh, which That's in your foot, right? The bottom of your foot or something? Maybe. It's something maybe. in your foot. We could ask Liz Frank, and she would tell us what it is. Liz Frank. Frank. Is it Liz Frank? I don't know. Some French person. But anyway, um, yeah, Dustin Hopkins out for the year. We just said Jonathan Allen is the big one. He's probably out like three or four weeks, right? That's what I heard. Yeah. And that's pretty big because he's been playing pretty solid every week. I think he had like one sack, but I think he's been pretty good, especially yeah. as a rookie. Uh, Josh Norman, of course. He might be back by the Eagles game, I heard, though. Uh, That's uh, I'd, I'd rather him sit out one more week and come back healthy than not. Against the Cowboys? Yeah. I, okay. okay. And uh, DeShazer Everett, who was having a strong year. Everett. Hamstring. I don't know his prognosis or how many weeks he's going to be out. Rob Kelly. 
I don't know if he's still going to be. And then, of course, Big Trent was playing yeah. hobbled already. Yeah, yeah. So they've activated Anthony Lanier, who had a had a really good preseason. Remember? He did, yeah. So we'll see what's going on with that. I, I guess I don't know if we've got Nietzsche out there as well because he is still hurt. He's going for like back, back uh, what treatments or something? Back, 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 back. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to know, but anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, Michael Graff is saying, "See you later, Brian Quick." What did he get cut? I didn't hear that. He should be. He shouldn't even have made the team. That other quick was better in preseason. You know who also needs to be off the team is Niles Paul, man. Oh, my goodness. Is this the third week in a row he has had negative yards? In other words, hurt the team? It's at least the second week in a row. At least. And both him and Jordan Reed need to learn how to block somebody. Yeah. Well, the thing with... with the thing with Niles Paul is that he had like a couple of good years and he was catching and he was, you know, he just started getting hurt and now he's like not at all back and is not at all good. I mean, we might as well put like, give me some sprinkles on there or something, man. Why do we even have And I'm Niles? saying something because, or that's saying something because I don't like that sprinkle guy, but yeah, he it, seems to be better than, than Niles freaking Paul. In the words of, um, our longtime listener, Danny. Why don't we just see what we can get for him? <laughs> well, we should have done that with Jordan Reed in yeah. the first place. Jordan Reed had an okay game this week, though. Um, I could pull up the stats, but he had a couple of big catches, you know, yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. But, I mean, we signed him to some humongous deal. Got a bunch of, of you know... He got a lot, a lot of money, and he probably deserved it from his past experience, but. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Still think we maybe, maybe we need to give that money to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, we, we're going to lose Kirk Cousins if they don't offer him something very aggressive. And he, yeah. had, he had yet another solid game, and I'm really liking what well, I'm seeing. Uh, yeah. Okay, questionably a solid game. Stats wise, he, he had a people. He overthrew people like six times in this game. I know, like but the he, whole game, he was overthrowing people. I'll agree with that. How about a mixed game? Because even mixed with those game. overthrows and that horrible interception, oh, you didn't quite catch it. Let me throw it to you again on the next play. Yeah. Even with those, he still. I mean, listen to his stats, dude. He still was 25 of 37 yards. for 330 yards and two touchdowns and one. And only one of his one picks. In. He ran yeah. one in, and I really like what I'm seeing him do with his legs. He's running when he has to. And that one play at the goal line, even though I think Jay Gruden had yet another horribly mismanaged game, that was a pretty awesome call in that, in that situation because I wasn't even expecting that. Yeah. We get inside the 10 and we suck. Have you noticed that? I guess everyone kind of has a hard time from that close in because the defense has to not cover as much ground. Yeah. But we seem like worse than most. I don't know why. It's like... There was one point at that point when we were inside the 10. It might have been right around the 10 or something, and I was just like texting you, and I go, here comes the fade. Did they throw one? 
oh yeah but it was like so overthrown it was he wasn't even like in the end zone like grabbing it uh michael graf c- comes up with a good point in the chat chris thompson is padding cousin stats and that's so true because he takes these little like screen passes and runs them for 30 yards yeah no, so. sh- no he 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 went over 100 yards this week i think yeah he did yeah, Chris Thompson so. had 16 rushing attempts for 33 yards and four catches for 105. So that's 138 all-purpose yeah, the, yards. Yeah. Yeah, he had that really long run he was going on. I thought he was going to get away from that guy, but that guy from uh, San Francisco's defense just, just caught up to him, yeah, have, basically. Have you noticed that? Like, I think like Chris Thompson's rookie year, if he would have got that, he would have been gone. It's like he's lost yeah. a step or something. Yeah, I mean, he has had some injuries, right? Like, was it his knee? Yeah, I mean, he, I'm sure he's not 100%, and he's getting played more than, than he probably should for his size. But Yeah. Vernon Davis had yet another strong game, even though... Except for the fumble. That he didn't fumble. Yeah. He was down. Dude, all I know is that this year, we totally beat both of our... Former coordinators that left the team, and normally the Redskins would lose to those guys. Oh, so yeah. we're not doing too. We're not. We're not terrible. Yeah, and the Rams are actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't remember what they're. Did they win? They might have the same record as us. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, they beat the Jaguar Jaguars. So I think they're three and two. Also, maybe. I'm thinking maybe. I think I mean VD is having a strong strong year. Well, dude, who doesn't want some VD? <laughs> <laughs> and you've already got some, so. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think. <laughs> I can tell you for a an absolute fact that with all the blood I've had drawn in the last 2 years, I definitely don't have any VD. But I root for him on Sundays and Mondays. <laughs> go VD, go. Go VD, go VD. I root for two players, VD and whoever's playing the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, all right, so listen to this. Usually, the players on other teams, like you said, that we used to have come back and haunt us. And I thought at the very end, when Garson caught that pass on the sideline, and put them in field goal range that that had happened yet another time. But then on the very next play, he got that BS penalty to push them back out of field goal range, and I was like, maybe the curse has been broken. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know that just against an 0-5 team, we almost lost the game. And against an undefeated team two weeks ago, we had the same exact pattern. And we totally lost that game. Mm-hmm. But we could have won it. Yeah, we could have. So we can stick with anybody. Did we turn the corner? We're contenders now. Yeah, we can stick with anybody. As in, if we get a lead, Jay Gruden changes it. And I never... Was that the first time we attempted the podcast? I started to talk about that? Maybe. You were starting to, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, okay. So what I was getting at then, we were up 14 nothing. And that's when all of a sudden Kirk Cousins starts throwing these bombs down the field. The one that was almost intercepted 
Yeah. And then the other one that was, like, what was going on there? I, I don't know. And I don't know if it was, I mean, he's going to take the responsibility for that, but I don't know if, he, if he's trying to blame people, blame receivers, or, you know, I mean, it could have been receivers running bad routes. It could have just been he had a case of the overthrows. He did all day. You were totally right on that. Yeah. But, and then my other, all right, my dog got in there finally, Mac Brown. They only ran him one time, and he, all he did was churn out 11 yards. And then they benched him? Yeah. 11 on one carry. I will say, though, we do have a lot of weapons. Have you noticed this? There's so many guys that get passes and runs on this I think, team. I think Mac Brown got a... How, what did he do? Get like a swing pass or something like that? I can't remember. I thought he ran it. It might have been a swing pass. So, maybe. All I'm saying is, we we don't have any dudes on our teams, except for Chris Thompson, that stack up stats because he spreads it around pretty well. Yeah, yeah, everybody gets, gets some, but nobody seems to get a lot. Which is kind of cool. Because... All right, Chris. Thompson as long as the players four. are cool, then it's it's kind of cool. No as long one, as you don't have a Deshaun, just just like throw me the damn ball. Yeah, like no one had more than four catches, for example, in this game. However, we had one, two, two players with four catches, and one, two, three, four, five players with three catches, and a couple dudes with one. And if Josh Doxson's one was a touchdown. So if you're throwing it around all these guys, the defense doesn't know who it's going to, whereas on the freaking Giants, um, it's going to go to freaking... What's his fate? Well, not anymore because he's injured. But, you know, Odell. You know what I mean? There's some teams where you're like, let's cover this guy, and then we're, we've got him stopped. But on right. our team, at least, there's so many different dudes it can go to at every different position. Tight end. We have multiple good tight ends. You know, running backs. we got like three... Well... You know, a couple of different guys with different styles of running. And they can run different plays. And it it's pretty interesting the way this team is set up that you could just change how you how you operate if you need to 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 change your game plan. You know what I mean? To change the game plan, yeah, but not, not Yeah, <laughs> just but stop throwing the ball deep when you suddenly have a lead. It's like, oh, let's kill him right here and start throwing it deep and yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't it's mean a game, game plan to just grind yeah. them into the ground. Yeah, I didn't mean game plan. I meant like no, the I, style yeah. of your your sets and all, and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, man, someone's going off in the chat over here. I see moving up and down. Let me see what's going on. VD big plays. VD, let's go. Yeah, Do well, Dox. I do have to say, Doxon came back in this game and got the touchdown, first touchdown of the game after totally um, getting the nickname Dro Josh Dropson last week. And then we didn't see him again. He had one catch. Yeah. Good job, kid. Go sit down. Yeah, I mean, I don't. And it was the same way with like, you know, and it's it's kind of cool that they can change it up this way. A few weeks ago, when. Um, uh, uh, Chris Thompson had the huge game, like 200 yards or whatever. Was it against the Chiefs? And then the next week, of course, I went out and drafted him. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, he's going to be our guy. 
But the next week, he didn't do anything. Remember, we threw it to other dudes. So, like, week yeah. to week, like, teams can't game plan against one guy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, which well, Like you said, they, they can game guy. plan against one guy, and then they'll cover that person and we'll just pick somebody else out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, Michael Graff is in here talking about how he doesn't think that um, Reed is 100%. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And you'd rest um, him until he was. Dude, he's never 100%. He's been on the team yeah, for, true. what, three or four years, and every year he's injured. Yeah. Every you should have traded him. I said we should have traded him. I still say that. We'd be doing fine with VD. 33-year-old VD. Wasn't Pony still Boy? Still got the guns. Did we have a Pony Boy sighting on the 49ers? He's over there somewhere. I don't know if he actually got on the on the uh, on the field or not. Was he, is he in there receiving? I, um, let me see. I think yeah. I remember them calling his name at one point. They may have said Pony Boy. Uh, they didn't call Whatever. him Pony Boy, but you know. All right, dude. Let's go into the games and kicks and round this thing out. I don't think they called him Pony Boy. Dude, I don't think they called him Pony Boy either. They obviously don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> and if you guys listen to our podcast and want to join the fun here on YouTube with all these dudes in the chat room, like Alamo City holding down the fort, Michael Graff, Mr. Grain of Day. Who else is RPG in here today? RPG Cadre. RPG Cadre. Is that Ricky Garcia? I think it is. Anyway, um... Uh, yeah, just go ahead on to YouTube and, and search for Harry Hawk Football and uh, subscribe to our channel. And then when we're about to go live, I think it sends you out a reminder or something. And if we get like 28 more dudes and dudettes to sign up, then we can get our own coveted, what is it called? Earl. URL. Earl. Earl. I don't know what that means even. I Sad to say. Address, basically. Um, all right, yeah, let's go ahead and go into the... Uh, uh, we didn't even talk about why Josh isn't here. Oh, man. I have nothing to Who say. Who said about. that, dude? Anyway. All right, so here we go. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Kicking the Balls Award. I know who my kicking the ball him. goes to uh, Grant Paulson. Oh, I mean, uh, Pony Boy Paulson for uh, not making it on the field. He's not on our team anymore, dude. Oh, man. Um. Uh. Well. Shoot. Then. I guess my kick in the balls crickets. Yeah, I don't know if I have anyone to uh. I'll give mine to Mac Brown because he had one catch for 11 yards and two rushes for th three yards. 
and you think he's the you know the next best thing to John Riggins. He's a lot better than P. Ryan. Although there was one, there was one run that P. Ryan had where he turned on this burst, and I was like, whoa. He like got past the first guy, jumped over to the left, and turned on this burst where I thought he was going to get like two or three yards, and he ended up getting like seven or something. I think he's just going to get better and better. Okay. He's a strong dude, man. All right. I'm Pat go- Brown is too, though. I think he's good. So so I need to give it to somebody that, that really needs it. Um, Swearing here. Man, I'd really like to, but but he had a... He 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 kept himself from that a big hit on that next play or that play late in the game. So that yeah, was good. That is true. Yeah. Uh, oh, mine's going to uh, Kurt Cousins. He overthrew people like six times in this game. He was just overthrowing people like crazy. I give mine to Kirk Cousins. Okay. Um, Peanut Gallery might have something to say about that. Anyway, I'm going to give mine to, and I didn't even discuss all of why. I'm going to give mine to Jay Gruden for bad clock management that game should have been over at the end remember when the 49ers faked that injury with like a minute and something left and that dude went down and i was like dude he's faking this injury so they get a free timeout remember that yeah with like a minute and 35 left or something i thought it was like three minutes and 35 okay well whatever it was at the end of the game because at that point they would have taken a timeout away from him or something like that or something um yeah, they would have taken a timeout away. But anyway, remember that? And then, okay, so the, after they got the player off the field and the Redskins came on and hiked the ball with 20 seconds left on the play clock with the play clock running after they wound Oh, the dude, clock. this was at four and a half minutes Okay, you were talking about because I remember specifically looking at that. And I was like, dude, it's getting close to the end of the game. You need to be, like, running out the clock as much as you can on every single play, and they never do that. They never do that. Aaron Rodgers does that all the time. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady does that all the time. And it always matters. We get down to the end of the game, and if you would have taken that 19 more seconds off, it wouldn't have been that much of a nail-biter. Yeah. They never look at the clock until there's like, oh, there's under a minute left. We better pay attention to the clock. You need to be paying attention to the clock like the whole second the whole half of the second quarter and the second half of the fourth quarter at the very least. Yeah. And figuring out what the scenarios are. You should have dudes that can do that. If the head coach can't do it, you should have guys that are like, um, tell them to run down the clock. They to need one to give that job to Little Juice, man. I don't think Little Juice has the ability to tell you the truth. <laughs> they need to give it to someone smart with brains, not brawn like Little Juice. Not that he's dumb. Not that he fits the stereotype. I don't know him. But I'm just saying there was other times... There's so many times where you're like, dude, Gruden, what are you doing? And we and it really annoys me when they don't go for that first down there at the end. It happens so much. Like they could have run a low risk play, like a little swing pass or something. Instead they run it into the middle three straight times. It's like if you get yeah. if you get eight yards, you've sealed the game. Instead, you're going to run it three times up the middle, punt, and hope that your defense who's been decimated, and we don't even know the names of some of these cornerbacks, can hold them after they storm back from 17 name? down. What was that guy that tried out today? Uh, Willie Beavers? Willie Beavers. Willie Beavers. He's a safety. I don't know. Doesn't sound like a safety name to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
why do they always why do they always go so conservative on those plays and put put it in the hands of an ailing defense when you know like look if you make it this far that far from here to here the game is sealed yeah yep all right game ball dudes or at least try one of those Kirk Cousins little roll out boot naked boot runs or something you know, something a little bit trickery that's still safe if you're just going to run it into the back of the line anyway. Yep. All right, sorry, dude. Game ball. Sorry. Here we go. I was just on a little rant. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. All right, here we go. Uh, game Ball Award. Um, I'm going to give... Are you going yours first? Um, I'll do mine. I give my Game Ball to uh, Kirk Cousins. Going three thirty, throwing two touchdowns, and having a uh, a running touchdown as well. I like seeing him run a lot. Yeah, I like seeing that. Showed some grit. Showed some grit. Yeah, I'll agree with that one. I'm gonna give my game ball, and this may be a surprise to some people, but probably not if you know me. I'm gonna give my game ball to Ryan Grant because he had two, two huge huge catches on third down that one in a very very great time when they had all the momentum and it kept our drive alive. Yeah. And the other one was on third down. Two big catches for Ryan Grant. Very Art Monk-like on those catches. And that's why he's getting my game ball here. Nice. So let's look in the peanut gallery here. Um, uh, they're just... They're, all right. uh, Vernon Davis coughing up the rock. They're arguing that, though, because he was down. Um, Swearinger for the stupid personal foul. Okay. Um, Been a lot less of that than I thought we would. Yep. Be honest. <laughs> um, Gruden. Someone's in there with me with Gruden. Uh, yeah. Game balls. Michael Graff is going to Ryan. I can't believe Pryor gets paid more than me, Grant. Yeah, so he's on there with me too, dude. Graff is with me on all of these things. And Kendall Fuller for Kendall putting Fuller the ending at the very to my end. fingernail biting. Alamo yeah, City. doing that at the very end was Dude, smart. my fingernails smart. are destroyed after that game. Look, I had to like, I had to calm down for like ten minutes at the end of that game. You could ask Suzanne. I was like, I texted you. I was like, wow. And then I basically had to just sit there, like sit there and not. Move. I was a little worried about him, about you there, Aaron. I had to really calm down. My heart was beating like so fast. I was like, I thought we were going to lose to these super scrubs and be right back to the same Redskins we've been for 20 years when I thought we were turning a corner. Yeah. Somehow we didn't because of that call by the refs. Yep. Thomas Bates the third has joined the chat. What's up, dude? And he's giving his game ball to Brandon Scherf. Solid. Even he got that bogus penalty, but yeah, he's been solid. He is solid. The line is being solid. The defense is somehow stopping people, even though I don't even know half of their names. I wanted to call out. Did anyone else notice real quick? Because I know you're tired, dude. Anyone else notice that Ryan Kerrigan was taking some aggressive angles and like totally whiffing on people coming out of the backfield? Or is that just me? No, I did not notice that. But since you did. I'm going to try to see that on Monday night. Okay. All 
All right, John. John is fa fading here, and um, so am I. Usually bad. So on that note, we're gonna round this thing out. Thanks to everybody who joined us this week in the chat room and put up with our technical difficulties. Um, thanks to Desmond C. Lee, our benevolent sponsor, Zach Weiss, for sending in the logo. And um, Check us out on uh, Twitter, Harry Hog, H-A-R-R-Y Hog. If you haven't signed up on here on Twitter, hit the subscribe button. Yep. Get us up to 100. A uh, huge game on Monday night. It means the basically we'd be tied for first if we win, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, we got to beat those Eagles. Hail to the Redskins! And if you see a Cowboys fan, Joker! Bye bye.